This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Uh, hello and welcome to the Airbuds Podcast. My name is Jamal Johnson. I'm Mike Benner. We don't have uh, we don't have Peter Moses this week. He's on vacation for his birthday. Birthdaycation. Happy yeah. birthdaycation, Peter. Uh, that listener that was threatening to crash his uh, his restaurant reservation that he for some reason announced on the air. Hit us up if you actually did that. Yeah, yeah. Let us know at Airbuds Pod on all uh, formats. Yeah, we do have Peter's dog here, Sadie. What's good, Sadie? She's sleeping over there. Uh, before we get started, just wanted to uh, give a shout out to our people that gave us some five star reviews on iTunes. Ooh, yeah, uh, at QuickFig, spelled with multiple Q's. Okay, but one uh, G. Yeah, one G at the end. Okay, okay. capital F for That's the important. fig. Uh, great podcast. If you don't have time to watch every game, the buds cover everything from top performing player hairlines to who deserves to be an all star based solely on looks. That's fair. We, we do, do talk, about talk those a lot things. about yeah, like yeah. We're very superficial. Yeah. The, we are the superficial NBA podcast. We There's the no Weinsteins. Yeah. Well, um, hey, just, you know, short. Yeah. You know, you can speak for yourself there. But oh, sure. Fine. Yeah. Uh, and then Charles O.J. Patterson said, funny as hell, cool comics. Only one of us is a comic. Uh, the NBA has never been better. And if you want a better fan hangout, listen to this. Seriously, I've never laughed more at a basketball podcast. Uh, well, then maybe you haven't heard uh, our next or our guest podcast. Uh, he's a writer, he's a comedian, he's a co-host of Round Ball Rock, which, Jamel, you were a guest on recently, I right? was. I'm a two-time uh, Round Ball Rock champion. Yeah. Uh, please welcome Joey Devine. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. How are you good, doing? Man. Thanks for doing it. Uh, it's interesting you guys were talking about uh, all-star looks because last week we had we ran a poll on our podcast about who the hottest coach was. And? Uh, Brad Stevens won, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Brett Brown... I, he's like kind of like. He's you sneaky. see that photo of him like playing ping pong? <laughs> I'm a yeah. Fizdale man myself. Yeah, Fizdale yeah. also very cute. You can see him in like a short set or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think Fizdale needs like a she's all that. Like he needs to just take the glasses off and then maybe I'll like see him for being hotter than he is. Oh, so you're gonna rook him? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Take that. Take that for data. Uh. Yeah, I mean data shows. <laughs> From my collected experience of watching movies, that if you take the glasses off, you're hotter. It's true. That's yeah. right. In the rain? Yeah. Yeah. Got to be in the rain when you take them off, too. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. That's a must. Yeah. Who's the ugliest coach? Phoenix's coach is pretty ugly. Jay, that was who yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> Jay Triano is pretty not great. He Greg Popovich like- has never really looked good. Ever. Oh, but he's got that like he's got the Letterman beard and stuff. Now like now he's like I think yeah, he figured he out like I can a, hide my weak chin if I grow up. He a beard. looks like he's got real yeah. emotions and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Which could get you far. He's lived the life. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's got like a like a kind of Miami Vice style like fashion going on now. He he almost looks like he's like on the run. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's very close to rolling up the sleeves of his blazer. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. does that happen on a train? Like uh, Midnight Run style? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like Harrison Ford in The Fugitive, actually. That's kind of his whole deal now would be, like, yeah, style-wise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, he watched like, it He's once. definitely looking for the one-armed man that elected Donald Trump. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, he jumped off that dam that one time. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think about Tommy Lee Jones' delivery... In that one moment when Harrison Ford's like, I didn't kill my wife. Oh, when he goes, I don't care. When he goes, he's like, I don't care. Like, he says it in this really crazy way. And then he's like, for 20 years in every interview, he's like, you know, I improvised that line. And I was like, well, I can tell because the delivery was really weird and bad. Anyways, Tommy Lee Jones, if you want to be on the podcast, hit us up. Add your buds pod. Yeah. Yeah. Al Gore's Uh, college roommate. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Wow. That explains nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How did anything happen? Damn. Did you guys see that Mike Pence started a, quote, uh, vice president's club in which he and Joe Biden and uh, Dick Cheney have, like, a weekly phone call, uh, to, like, where they kind of, like, Just tell him, like, how to, like, be, like, a good vice president, basically be, like, you're, you're, you know, how to run the country underneath Trump's nose so that Trump doesn't destroy America. But Al Gore's not invited. He's not part of the club. That sucks. Al Gore is alive and well. Well, because he was the he was the first dude to get bullied. What about Dan Quayle? Is Dan Quayle on the call? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he probably can't not. figure out how to dial the yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still, still still got the Nokia. <laughs> he just figured out Snake. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, remember when Dan Quayle was just dumb and it was like fun and it was fine. Yeah, he was like picking fights with like Murphy Brown. And- he couldn't yeah. spell potato. Yeah. God damn, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, this is a podcast about basketball. basketball yeah, I guess yeah. we should talk about basketball at some point. Uh, yeah. It always takes us a while to kind of yeah. t- get into it. Well, we we were dabbling in politics, so you know, even though I don't really want to talk about this, it is fresh in the NBA world. Uh, Donald Trump and LeVar Ball are, are feuding. That's 2017 right now. Uh, as we all know, Donald Trump supposedly maybe helped free Leangelo Ball and his UCLA teammates from China after they got caught shoplifting, and LeVar Ball says that he didn't really do anything, to which Trump replied that he should have just left them in jail. LeVar Ball this morning on Good Morning America uh, said to Trump, like, theoretically, uh, did you go visit them in jail? If you went to visit them in jail, I would say thank you. They weren't in jail, though. Yeah. They no, were they in weren't. a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> they were just... under hotel arrest. Yeah. I don't... Is there anything good and I funny I mean, that sounds like this? I'm defending Donald Trump, sure, which but... I am not, yeah. but... <laughs> Where do you turn when it's LeVar versus Trump? I just hope Trump gets dunked on by somebody at the end of this. I'm. What I was surprised about is that... Trump didn't mention Lonzo's shooting in his tweet. Yeah, like that seems that like a, the obvious thing. It's the yeah. most open wound. Yeah, go at it. Yeah, Lonzo got a haircut. We we we, we talked about that briefly. <laughs> yeah, like that. He was like he cut his hair and then he was working out to Jesus walks. Yeah, and then he had that. a good game. Yeah, yeah. There so, you go. I mean, a fresh cut makes a man feel like a million bucks. You know? It's true. Yeah, it's true. I mean. 
Lonzo is maybe the weirdest looking person in the NBA now. We have decided he's potentially our ugliest superstar. He has yeah. the potential to be well, the no, ugliest he's, yeah, he's not a superstar. Yeah. I but took like, the stance that he's yeah. too ugly to become a superstar. He, and we think he could become an ugly superstar. Name an ugly superstar that has happened already. Anthony Davis. Tracy McGrady. Okay, I guess you're right. <laughs> there are outliers, but I don't think Anthony Davis is ugly. He's a little ugly. Dude. Anthony you, Davis. I think if you look, if, I'm going to say something real mean about Anthony Davis and okay. about how someone looks. And look, I know I'm not good looking. So hey, sure, yeah. Who, yeah. who amongst uh, us? We are yeah. a bunch of ugly. So fucks. I'm allowed yeah. to throw. I'm allowed <laughs> to live in my glass house and throw stones. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Davis, like the eyebrow is fine. Sure, it's the teeth that like. Anthony Davis is yeah the man teeth are behind the brow. jacked up yeah he needs an orthodontist he's playing with a uh, a real crooked deck yeah well but it's also like an extreme either under or overbite oh, okay yeah wow okay so I wasn't quite fully aware of his teeth uh, that bottom row of teeth is. Jacked up. Looks yeah. like a fence from Tom and Jerry. I was going to be like, guys, let's not be so hard on Anthony Davis. But now I'm like, guys, let's go to, ahead and let's put the pressure. We need to start a WhitehouseGov petition <laughs> to fix Anthony Davis's teeth because the man can afford it. Yeah. And yeah. I love Anthony Davis, too. I'm, I'm, I feel bad for taking it this way. But you know what? Sure. It's fine. We're doing it. <laughs> Zach Randolph, also not that good looking. I like, like, I like the way Zach Randolph looks. He, I like it, too. <laughs> but, you know, but for, for, yeah, not for sexual reasons. You know what I'm saying? He's, I feel like Zach Randolph is, well, are, are we labeling Zach Randolph a superstar? I mean, there was a point where he was. Oh. I'm giving him superstar credits, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Star, I love Zach Randolph. I love all him NBA, with all my heart. third yeah. team. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like Zach Randolph's got a certain look where it's like a woman could look at him and be like, that's a teddy bear I want to cuddle up with. Yeah, he's got a bodega look. I feel like he could clean up in yeah. like Yonkers. Because he looks like yeah. bloated Jadakiss. Yeah, he I does. was going to yeah. say, yeah. he looks like he'd be... He's standing behind Cameron in a video in <laughs> yeah. 2004. Yeah, yeah, with the scheme, with the with the scheming for money hands. I yeah. bet Zach Randolph one time was like, I could see him in a locker room with a pair of Tims drawing like a Nike swoosh onto his Timberland boots. <laughs> He's like, he really wants to play in his Tims. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I just had that vision. Uh, see, I always thought the NBA player most likely to play in Tims was uh, Andre Miller. Wow. That would be. I'm, I'm trying to picture it. It would be fun and very adorable cause he's because he's like a he short guy. Because he the game like a guy who doesn't need at the to park run. who yeah. wears jeans and Timberlands, <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like, "What are you doing?" And then he's just yeah. posting up everybody and throwing no look passes. Yeah, it, does it doesn't like really he, move. He's got a cigarette behind his ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's like on his lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mad respect to all those dudes who would play a pickup game and then immediately smoke a cigarette after. Like, yeah. Anybody who can smoke a Newport before and after a pickup game, God bless you. Yeah, I mean, that's the NBA in the 80s, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. The guys just smoking stokes. Who's the NBA player most likely to smoke now? Mm-hmm. Oh, I guarantee that there's at least 20 to 30 that smoke semi-regularly. Yeah, right I now. just mean, like, during halftime. And we can't say Steven Jackson anymore. No. Because obviously he is the most... He did. I bet it's Yusuf Nurkic. 
Hmm. Little yeah, foreign you see it. Yeah. Guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nurkic, Jokic, Sarich, maybe. I don't know. Oh, Sarich, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Sarich, like, puts on, like, a hat. Oh, no, like, a you different know who hat. it is? It's, uh, the, the, uh, the old guy for the Clippers, uh, Teodosich. Yeah, Teodosich <laughs> definitely He's smokes. having coffee and a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was it a... Uh, uh, our friend on our podcast, Julian Rodriguez, uh, described Teodosich as he's like if Bad Santa played basketball. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, damn. That's it. Yeah. Who's the chubby little boy equivalent from that movie? Uh... Oh, not Cinderius Thornwell. Who's the guy they... Oh, they cut him. Bryce Johnson or whatever. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, that's who it would have been. I went to watch uh, my beloved Sixers uh, defeat the Clippers last week. And there's just... I don't know. I haven't heard of 40% of the Clippers roster right now. I didn't really know who Cinderius Thornwell was. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess Teodosic is injured again. Yeah. It's just like, I don't... As someone, I had, I went to like maybe forty Clippers games last season, and I just didn't recognize his roster at all. I actually like their roster, but Doc Rivers is the problem there. one hundred percent. Because you watch their bench, and it'll be like Montrez Harrell and Sam Decker, the white Harrison Barnes. Uh, well, Whoa, that's giving him too much credit, I think. Trust me, as a Warriors <laughs> fan, I watched Harrison Barnes for yeah. four years. And okay. he's I like the that white you're Harrison. giving Harrison Barnes a little credit. Well, he's, I like kinda, that. he's balling a little bit in Dallas. Sure. Yeah. I guess uh, someone has to in Dallas. But but no, what I was going to say is uh, they'll play seven minutes and they'll both like fill up the stat sheet and be plus like five. And then they'll play seven minutes and it's like back to Austin and Wes Johnson. Like, why are we doing that? Yeah. Like... I hate Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers <laughs> is my least favorite person in the NBA right now. I really? Think. Yeah. He's the coach from the beginning of Eddie. You remember the coach <laughs> that they had? And he, was just, he was just like over everything. He couldn't connect with the players anymore. Guys, what do you think? Uh, and I'll tell you the answer. But what do you think Austin Rivers' is, uh, plus minus is? So minus 69. They're terrible. So I'm going to say he's a minus 26. Uh, per 100 possessions, is actually minus two. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey way there to go, go, Austin. Yeah, uh, floating around that bubble. Yeah, that's a career high, I think. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, he, I hate watching him play. I hate his game so much. So did Chris Paul. That's why he left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, do you think Chris Paul's happy? No. No. Do you think he's ever been happy in his life? No. Neither do I. Cliff Paul stole all his happiness. He has yeah. to, like... He's such a method actor to be Cliff Paul. He has to save up all of his happiness to play Cliff. (laughs) That's every happy moment he could muster in his life. Every moment to that point where he's shooting the State Farm commercial. Do you think his wife is ever like, can Cliff, can you you put on the Cliff? (laughs) Can you be Cliff? (laughs) Chris Paul is just at home yelling at his kids. And she's like, honey, can you just Just put the mustache on? Get the glasses and the mustache. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Uh, My favorite Chris Paul story is if you remember the summer the Heat formed, I think they went to Mello's wedding. It was right after LeBron and Bosch signed. 
And there was a story about drunk Chris Paul giving a toast saying, we'll form our own super team. Oh, like, he's even God. furious at his friend's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> he's a drunk and he opens his toast and be like, first of all, fuck y'all. <laughs> at, a, at a wedding. <laughs> Damn, that is pretty... That's pretty bad. That is pretty Chris Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I've had... He's the friend in the group that, like, it's fine when all four of them are together, but, like, none of them want to hang out yeah. with him one-on-one. They definitely have... There are definitely multiple text threads within the banana boat where different people are talking shit about the one that's not on the text thread, for sure. Except I bet, I bet no one talks shit about LeBron. No. Yeah. I bet the wives all... Talk shit about all of them. I'm gonna be, I'm oh, gonna be on their sure. their group text. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, you know the season. We're approaching 20 games, right? We're at 18, 19 this week. We'll we'll hit 22 by the end. Uh, this is about the time I think of the year where uh, we start hearing crazy trade rumors. Right? Mm-hmm. People are being put in the block. Uh, just wanted to run over a few. Uh, you know, let's see if we can uh, find something fun to talk about. Okay. Greg Monroe, uh, (laughs) fresh off being traded for the box. (laughs) Fun start. Very fun start. Uh, Rumor is the Cavs are targeting him. I mean, sure. Is he going to help (laughs) the Cavs at all? (laughs) Uh, I mean, he doesn't help them at all, I don't think. Like... I mean, he's a usable player, and he's not Jeff Green, so I guess that's helpful, but... You, get, he, you need two centers at some point. That's it. But I don't know how good he is. Yeah. But, like, he's not He's not as good as Tristan Thompson. No. He's not as good as Kevin Love. Also nope. true. Um, and what are the and Cavs he get doesn't up to get handle him? the ball. At all. I mean, the, Phoenix isn't going to be able to trade him for anything. They're just no. going to buy him out. And then that's what the Cavs are thinking. Let's just wait till February yeah. and pick him up on a cheap contract. But, I mean, I don't really see how that moves the needle. What that team needs is, like, defense and ball handling, and he doesn't do either of those things. And someone under the age of 29. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is that. Yeah. <laughs> and who would you give up to get him, like you said? I don't know. Yeah. Who is it? So Derek Rose? Make Did the Suns want Derek Rose? Back? Yeah. <laughs> Take Rose and Channing Fry back. Who do you think on that weird collection of personalities in the Cavs, like LeBron and most regrets, orchestrating to have joined him. Derek Rose. Yeah, I would think that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of like inviting someone who just, like, did a stint in a mental hospital. Like, last yeah. no, like it's to like- your bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> it's like inviting a vampire into your house. Like, it seems yeah. like a pretty cool idea, and then your va- the vampire's Parts in your there. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes for a great, like, Swedish film. It doesn't make for a great, like, living Basically. situation in yeah, real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, apparently the Clippers, uh, are starting to kind of look to move DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, the, yeah. the problem with moving DeAndre Jordan now is I don't think you can really get very much for him because like we saw it this summer, like teams are so smart about contracts now, they're not going to get, give up anything Unless they can get a guy that's under contract for three years, which seems extreme to me. Like Jimmy three Butler. Three years or expiring this year. 
Yeah, but they're not going to give up to get an expiring superstar. Like, look at what Paul George went for. I mean, I guess it turned out that those guys all can play now, but at the time, everyone yeah. was like, yeah, these guys suck in their bad <laughs> contracts. Yeah. Um, so, I guess if you're the Clippers, you hope to get, like, a draft pick that's in the late first, because that's, like, the max you're going to get, I think. I think DeAndre might command a little more, don't you? I don't He's know. He's a free agent this summer. It's a rental. It's a half-year rental. Is he a free agent or he yeah. has an option this summer? He's going to opt out either yeah. way. But If he ends up in D.C., I was, I'm thinking That's about the That's the team that makes the most sense. Yeah. And we, we can really a team use that it. needs an actual defensive center presence and yeah. someone who can catch a lob. Yeah. yeah. If it's Uber, uh, that's how I feel about it. Just yeah. a power, just a power slam. You love Uber so much. I do, man. I mean, we got a couple good threes, man. So you don't want either of them to go. But it, and we never have draft picks. This is the time where you're like, "Fuck, dude! Wish we could just give up two picks and get DeAndre right now." Yeah, but it's got to be somebody who's like key to the rotation. So you don't know what's going to happen next, but I'd do it. I would take DeAndre in a heartbeat. Would you take uh, Jaleel Okafor? Please Please. leave your own house. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Guys, do the Sixers just want to ruin this guy's life? Like, why has he not been traded? Uh, This is classic Sixers shit, though. Like, (laughs) look, I love love the Sixers right now. Mm -hmm. But, like, the way... Hinky did shit that was like just like this, where it was like the KJ McDaniel stuff, like low balling, yeah. like second rounders to like be indentured servitudes <laughs> yeah. to the process. Like this is just like the weird culture of the Sixers, where it's like you don't view players as people; you view them as assets, even still. Um and I guess, yeah, they do want to ruin Jaleel Okafor's life. <laughs> With that being said. <laughs> yeah. Like that picture from the Warriors game this weekend of his dad, his dad yeah. wearing a free jaw shirt. Oh, boy. And the Warriors, like jokingly taking pictures with him, was so sad. It made me so sad. I hope he gets out. Where would he end up? What are they going to get rid of him for? He should, Boston should just trade for him. Or yeah. the Bucks. They can Boston has picks they could just throw the Sixers away and that's all they really I want. I mean Boston's the other place I would I if I were Danny Ainge God, that would be the worst. I also hate Danny Ainge. Yeah. Uh I'd try and get DeAndre Jordan and I'd just say, Hey, I'll give you your draft pick back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh fun fact about Jalil Okafor and Joey, if you have insight into why this is, or, or Jamel, I don't know. Uh, basketball Reference says one of his nicknames is Little Sully. Mm. Oh, it's because he landed a tiny plane on the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On a little creek? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was because he was like a little, little Monsters, Inc. He, I, like, he does yeah. kind of look a little like Sully. He's kind of got like the yeah yeah the, a similar jawline and mouth. Yeah. Oh, it's because yeah. he's sad. It's little. It's short for Lil Sullen. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, another fun fact: uh, his his in two games this year, his plus minus is negative thirty five point two. Dope. So he's like, 
Maybe okay. But he is he does he's averaging twenty and eight for his career. Which okay. is crazy. Uh, maybe the reason they're keeping him around is like maybe he's like a picture of Dorian Gray for Embiid. Mm. Where it's like the yin and yang, you know, like yeah. the sadder Jaleel and yeah. worse his plus minus the is more the better Embiid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Embiid's knee is growing in strength each day. <laughs> Jaleel's is weakening. <laughs> They just keep yeah, him in like a cage. Embiid's like a yeah. like an energy vampire, yeah, just yeah. feasting on Joel <laughs> He has to practice inside a cage. Yeah, I could see that. Guys, Joel Embiid is so good. Yeah, he's really good. I really like watching him. He needs to learn how to pass out of a double team. He'll figure it out one day. He wants to score in every possession, which at some point is like great. Chill, you know? Sixers haven't had a guy that just wants to fucking do that in a long time. But uh, since what, like uh, since Thaddeus Iverson. Young? No, I'm just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> not since Thad Young. And we had such a driven player. Uh, but no, I'm I'm very excited for the Sixers, guys. Uh, we just talked about a bunch of big men. Uh, are big men back? Hot take: the return of the big man. I feel like we talked about small ball for the past five years, and suddenly, like Demarcus Cousins, Anthony yeah. Davis, Joel Embiid. Uh, there's so many good big men that are like Joel Embiid spends 40% of offensive possessions in the post. Like, yeah, but he also shoots threes. Like, yeah. that's the thing is like, none of these big men are Jaleel Okafor. Like what's back is basketball players with skill. <laughs> like, like Giannis, right. Is seven feet tall, but like people think like consider him a wing. He's yeah. basically a big, like, like they, the Bucks should play Giannis at center more, frankly. Um, but I just think basketball players with who can do anything are what what's in. Like whether you're, you know, six feet tall and you shoot forty five percent from three, or seven feet tall and shoot thirty eight percent from three. That's all that matters. Threes is what matters the most. And you, I, yeah, it's the Swiss Army Knife League. Because everybody wants a point guard to post up now, too, right? You want everybody to do everything. Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, none yeah. of these big men are, like, I guess with the exception of, like, Jokic are, like, really, like, in the mid-post Patrick Ewing style. And the only reason Jokic is doing that is because he runs the offense from out of there. Yeah. And, and also, he, he's... He, that man needs help. <laughs> <laughs> like personal get, help or like no like, like he's i don't know he's it just feels like he's a one-man team kind of will barton coming off the bench will barton's like, good i love, he will. I love barton. he's a great fantasy player, i just like though. that he's thin will barton. You know? yeah just yeah. a thin hooper i we talk about this on round ball rock a lot but like i love the nuggets but like their team makes no sense like they have all of these like B minus B, B guys, but they're all power forwards around Jokic, and then they don't have a point guard. It makes the Nuggets make zero sense. No, it's don't. my fantasy dra- strategy. <laughs> That's how I draft fantasy teams. Just get Just all the forwards. post players yeah. I can get. <laughs> See, I go guards. I feel like. Anyway, we're much, not going to uh, talk about fantasy. I put too much value on rebounds, but that's me. Um, all right, so big men aren't back. I just like I just wanted to say the phrase: "Are big, big men, men back?" back. <laughs> yeah, you did say. It, yeah, you said it like it was going to be on Vanity Fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Uh, 
yeah, so it's it's been a little over a month. There's 20 games into the season. Uh, you know, we've had some surprise teams. Uh, which team is going to be the future of the NBA, guys? I mean, we keep trying to say it's going to be the Bucks, but it's not going to be the Bucks. Uh, not until they fired Jason Kidd. Oh. Hotter takes. Yes. Jason Kidd stinks, man. Like, I can see that. I don't watch enough Bucks games to know if he stinks or not. As a Warrior fan, he reminds me of Mark Jackson, where it's like, yeah, he was like a good enough coach to like set the culture and get them to a certain point. But then if you want them to be good, he's got to fucking go because he can't. Their offense is weird. Their defense is like from the 80s, like the <laughs> defense they run. Like, it's just not. Not enough Good. to get over the hump. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just never liked Jason Kidd. I just don't like him. I don't like his attitude. I don't like that we forgot that he beat up his wife. <laughs> I don't like. Yeah. Uh, he just seems like a he kicked that soda over, or he had his player knock him over with the soda. That or was my favorite thing that's happened in the NBA in the last twenty five years. Yeah, it was really? pretty good. But it well, it was so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, why was there just an open coke of uh, like an open cup of diet coke on the bench? Like, have you ever seen that before? Like, oh, no. so so many funny things. <laughs> what do you think the weirdest thing that's been drank on a bench is? Uh. I mean, pure grain alcohol, probably. I bet a jailblazer, a jailblazer drank syrup. That's yeah, what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I yeah. bet yeah. someone drank syrup at some point. Bobby there was Wells some codeine yeah, cough yeah. syrup happening. <laughs> Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> Just no, take it water. should be like yeah. Martell Webster. It's not even one of the big guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yeah. He's a weird guy online. I don't know if you guys Martell Webster. Yeah, yeah. I'll follow. Why yeah, not? yeah, check them out. I got free time. <laughs> Is anybody like really entertaining to you guys online? Uh, I love Maurice Spates online. Oh, okay. Most like his tweets are just like they run the gamut from being like weirdly inspirational, like but dumb, like oh, it's so funny. And also, let me see if I, you guys talk a second. Let me see if I, I can find my favorite tweet from Maurice Spates. Mine used to be J.R. Smith. He uh, he used to have the best NBA Instagram of all. Then I think he had the scare with this kid, and then it yeah, seemed to kind of trail up, off. He kind of like, like chilled. Yeah, he got a little uh, <laughs> got a little more serious. But he used to like post these crazy memes. Like he was like he was like deep into memes. Was it like there. was he posting like hardcore pornography type memes? Things that like there was never like any like nudity shown, but like definite mm. like. When the like suck how you react, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> like when you nut, but she still sucks. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and then it's like Daffy Duck with his eyes bulging out <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Jr. Smith, I miss the you days. Got a blue check mark. <laughs> yeah, dude, take it easy. I miss the days of like when eighty percent of NBA Twitter was just uh, like NBA's players' Twitter were just like out of context rap lyrics. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, my favorite because, like, so many basketball writers would be like, does this mean something? And then they'd have to look up, like, some random Drake lyric. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it means he's listening to Apple Music again. I think uh, LeBron has maybe become the corniest person on social media. Yeah, LeBron's like a dad. The Arthur memes, like, we as the collective internet got over Arthur memes four months ago. And LeBron is like... Just getting into it and going into it hard. 
Yeah. Oh, what I but here's the thing about the Arthur meme. I hated I hated the Arthur meme, but then I came around on it after hearing like eight podcasts in a row with like basketball writers being like, I missed Arthur. What's Arthur? Gross. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck you, you <laughs> old white jerks. <laughs> Get on board with this. Yeah, there is there is in, in that few basketball podcasts I listened to, there was like a pride of like I've never even heard of Arthur. Yeah, and it's like, like cool. yeah, like okay, because you're thirty, <laughs> yeah. like you're you're in your late thirties. Yeah. Um, I don't even know who Rockapella is. <laughs> that should be the next memes. Yeah. The next set of memes should all be Carmen Sandiego. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, that would make me very yeah. happy. Yeah. I don't even know what Hey There Gumshoes <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, guys, I can't find this most baits tweet. It was after a game where he hit like six threes and then he plugged his website. <laughs> he was like, fire game tonight. You know what else is on fire? MoBuckets.com. Yeah. The t-shirts there. <laughs> nice. Wait, MoBuckets.com is a real thing? I mean, it's, it's not MoBuckets.com, but yes, Maurice Spates has a website where he sells uh, MoBuckets yeah. merchandise. MoBuckets.net. <laughs> I'm looking this up. I love that he does that because, like, he's making $7 million a year right now. He's like, the best. Why is he fucking I'm, selling merch? I'm we don't even enough. sell merch, and we're poor. Can't get enough, dude. I miss Maurice Spates so much. He was like... As a Warrior fan, it was he was just like a delight. Yeah, uh, I've I've had the the pleasure of watching him as a Sixers fan, as a Clippers fan. Uh, he is fun to watch. Yeah, He's, he he has energy off the bench. He's a good player. The funniest like thing about him too is like what really cha- turned his like career around is like he used to like when he first came to the Warriors, he just would shoot like twenty footers, and then apparently one day. Ethan Sherwood Strauss, the NBA writer, mm-hmm. went up to him after watching him shoot threes in practice and was like, Mo, why don't you shoot threes? And he was like, oh, I don't know. And he was like, Mo, three is more than two. <laughs> and he said, oh, you're right. I never thought about that. And they started shooting 40% from three like all the time. That's great. <laughs> Uh, I am on MoBuckets5.com, <laughs> home of uh, Maurice Speech's uh, merchandise. The Mo Bucket. I guarantee he's using the Magic logo without permission. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. There, uh, <laughs> Mo is selling some unauthorized bootleg Magic merchandise with his name on it. That's awesome. For sure. God bless you. Uh, God bless Maurice Speech's. What the fuck is that weird thing on the back of your head? Uh, <laughs> guys, I think uh, I think we should wrap up. All right. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds uh, good. Jerry, got anything you want to plug? Uh, just listen to my NBA podcast, Round Ball Rock, uh, it's with Sean Keane. And Dave Schilling is our co-host, but he hasn't been on in three months because his wife had a baby. But oh, he'll mm. be back. Paternity podcast. But yeah, we've yeah. Had, we have uh, we've had Jamel, we've had Mike Malloy. A lot of we share similar guests. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're we gonna get around. Mike yeah, on eventually. There's, there's not a, a lot of comedy types uh, willing to talk about basketball. Yeah, no, you we thought we had so many, and then like by the time we got to like episode thirty, we were yeah, like, should well, we have Mike Malloy back again? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen to Round Ball Rock. Subscribe on iTunes. Right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're uh, over there. 
Jamel, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, broccolihouse.com. Go to broccolihouse.com for great Jamel content. Hyperlink to MoBuckets5.com. <laughs> yeah. Right at the bottom. Yeah, it's just a landing page for MoBuckets. Yeah, just, yeah you know what? Just buy Mo Buckets merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. Buckets yeah. That's where we're plugging. Yeah. Get yourself a Mo Buckets yeah. sweatband. A t-shirt that says Mo Magic on it. Yeah. Oh, that's um, tight. I might actually buy that. Yeah. Mo, yeah. Magic. <laughs> Mo Magic. Yeah, why not? I don't have any. The only Magic gear I have is a Dwight Howard plaid. Dwight Howard jersey. <laughs> so I could use like a refurbish there. Yeah. Uh, follow us at Airbuds Pod across all social media. Like us and rate us and review us and all that crap on iTunes. And uh, we'll shout you out like we did to our fans at the beginning of the podcast. Thank you. We love you. Goodbye. Good day. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.